<laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. And actually, we don't have Shane here tonight, unfortunately. He couldn't make it tonight. Uh, Shane will be back too. Well, oh, actually, yeah, we're going to be recording Tuesday already in like a couple days, yep, aren't we? He'll be back. Um, yeah, he'll be back with us then. Yeah, with, with what happened, some things happened this week. So we kind of ended up being late this week. So we're doing it on a Saturday night. But, you know, Today was the opening weekend of the XFL, so you know it. <laughs> we we always joked around too about how when we do a show, something happens on the day we do a show. So uh, this was kind of planned for two years that this was happening today, but for us, it just kind of happened today <laughs> that we were doing a show on XFL Day. Um, I, mean, I planned ahead for two years and still didn't end up watching it today, unfortunately. <laughs> no, and you know what's funny about planning ahead? I remember when they announced the XFL two years ago. I created uh, XFL Blitz. Uh, a Twitter handle, and I did yeah. a I did a couple things with it, and and that same day you did Madman XFL, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, with the logos and stuff, so we were ready, and then you know we, we had to wait a long time, but and, finally. And- yeah, and I didn't even think about it. And, you know, with all the hype going on this whole week, I could have been tweeting out of it. And and then this morning I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so I just started tweeting. You know, I forgot I had one, too, because we were goofing around when the AAF came out. And right. Did that. And then um, completely forgot I'd set up the XFL. And sure enough, I was able to log in and use it today. So, yeah, um, yeah man, good timing, huh? Yeah, and we, we tweeted out a bunch of stuff from the HQ handle and from my handle and your handle and then our – XFL handles, you know? Um, so wait, you said you didn't watch or you did watch? No, I, I couldn't. We had uh, the kids basketball games and other things going on today. And I caught only a few plays um, of the, of Cardale Jones, man. Uh, my guy, Cardale Jones, um, the DC team, right? Um, that's it. That's all I saw. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to watching some highlights, maybe even rewatching, um, you know, both games. And I know uh, this is, opening weekend right so there were only two games today yeah yeah there's two more tomorrow uh you know i watched both games today while i was around the house doing doing some work and stuff i will tell you this it's really cool there it was on two different networks the first game was on abc and the second game was on fox and and it's it's amazing how you could see the difference in the quality and the animation and the the just the feeling of the way they do things. ABC's opening, like I was all excited. Oh, cool! I can't wait to see how they do an opening. And it was kind yeah. of, uh, it was okay, but it wasn't like anything spectacular. But then when the Fox one started, you get all the Fox graphics, you get all the the fast motion, the excitement. I'm not surprised that that happens, you know, um, or that happened. We see that in in the NFL as well. Um, different networks do things a bit differently. They have um, certain ways of doing it that's cool that that fox was able to pull that off and hopefully um i mean i'm excited about this it's not during the nfl season it's a season of it of its own on its own um it's supposed to be exciting it should be they've built it up you know to be a passing um they've set up so many rules for it to be a passing um offenses to be you know geared toward a lot of passing even the running back some teams not running with tight ends or not using running backs in the traditional fashion um you know, that all that's just exciting for fans. So I'm thinking this time around, they might have hit the nail on the head and been successful with all these different things they're doing. I want an alternate league, a different league, a sustained one, not the AAF. But, you know, I'm, I want this to make it and, and be exciting and, and have some 
had football year round, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm, um, I was around when the XFL did it the first time, but mostly because <laughs> back then I was around cause I've, you know, I've been a wrestling fan for a long time, so I've watched wrestling for a long time. So the WWE making a football league, the first time it was really cool because it, there was a lot of interaction. Even the very first games, you had WWE announcers at calling games and you had WWE uh, talent at the shows and everything. And it was they tried to make it something that they thought was what people wanted to see. And they didn't it didn't succeed this time. It's still the WWE. Vince owns this, Vince McMahon, but they have no tie to wrestling whatsoever. They never mentioned wrestling. Yeah. They never yeah. have any of the wrestling people there. They're they're just staying away. They're keeping it as two separate entities. I like that. I think that's great because let it stand on its own. It can stand on its own. It can be sustained just by the product that it is, and you know, draw upon some of the things that made the WWE um, exciting and successful for so long, but. There's no need to drag that kind of stuff into it. It almost makes it too cheeky. Yeah. Like, um, like, like it, in a way, ha having the wrestling presence almost um, takes away from the quality that could be had from this football product. So let it stand on its own. Then maybe someday you can intermingle the two. But, you know, let the product shine on its own. If it's a good enough product, it will. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny when you when I was talking about the different networks doing presentations differently. You know, Fox mm -hmm. always has had that way of showing the NFL, like you said. But, you know, Fox paid the WWE a billion dollars, one billion dollars to bring, lot, to bring no SmackDown. That's incredible, man. Yeah. Isn't so that, I mean, that's a crazy number. On Friday nights live, they have wrestling is on a national network channel. So the fact that, that they have the, you know, the WWE on Fridays, but then they have now they have the XFL and it just looked the presentation of it was just so much cooler. Even the way they explained, you know, there's rule changes. There's there's little things that are different. Also, the fact that there's, you know, there's eight teams and all. The way Fox presented all that to you and showed you all of that was way more entertaining and fun than it was on ABC. At least that was my opinion about it. Um, and you know what else is funny? You and I talked about it together. We didn't talk about it online or anything, but... A lot of people have been talking about it like, who's your team? Who's your team going to be? You know, this and that. And it's it's hard to decide who your team's going to be before anything is ever even played. I know. That's the <laughs> dilemma. I mean, as a Browns fan, I was excited to be able to make my own damn choice. I wasn't indoctrinated <laughs> into anything. So I was able to do that. And I looked at Tampa Bay and, you know, like the, like the vacation there, like the visit. Um, know a, a lot about it. I don't have any affinity or affiliation to any other city. And I was look, talking with my son and we looked at the Tampa Bay uniforms and some of the players and that it was going to be a pretty good team this year, they thought. And all those things kind of, you know, fed into, I should probably follow this team. You're down there, have friends down there too, you know, other friends. And, um, and, and then I, you know, Cardale Jones, Ohio State, love that kid. Uh, nothing but fondness for him. And he's playing for, you know, DC instead, you know, the defenders. And so I have to be his fan. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to have to be a bit of a fan of Cardell Jones and hope he wins. But then, you know, uh, also the Vipers, I was having trouble. And um, my son liked the Vipers and I like Cardell Jones. So that's how we're going to go at it. I'm going to root for the defenders. He's going to root for the Vipers. But, you know, secretly, I'm going to root for the Vipers, too, because that's just, dude, those uniforms are badass. And um, I like how I just like what they're doing. I mean, they seem like a really exciting franchise. So and you're down there. That's your team, right? That's who you 
you decided to follow them? Well, that's, that was the guys, right? That was what I originally thought. I originally thought, yeah, it's okay. down here. Uh, it's it's actually a four hour drive from my house if I want to go to a game, which I'm 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 yeah. probably going to go next weekend because their opening game is is next weekend here in Tampa. Take your son to that man. That'll be badass. Yeah, He's love that. Well, and then what what I was thinking was I, all along I had thought that's what I would do because of Florida and the connection and and but then when I was watching the games today. It was actually kind of fun to watch the games and then see what you like and then maybe come up with something different. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm going to pick whichever was the best team. That way you're like a bandwagon jumper or anything like that. But I did choose the Vipers just because it was Florida. But you know what was cool too? Uh, what was the, it's there? It was the Roughnecks, the Wildcats, the Defenders, and the Dragons. Those were the teams that played today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to be, keep a straight face, but we have a we have a new way of doing our show. We're not using Skype. We're using a new um, uh, video package thing. So um, <laughs> Jeremy has a green screen behind him, and he just has some funny pictures behind him. So it keeps making me laugh. The other thing that's hilarious, and nobody can really see this. I'll do a screen capture and put it up on Twitter or something, but. It has our names underneath us on the visuals. So underneath mine, it says FF Blitz. But but your Twitter name now is Madman Dynasty. But when you well, look... Dynasty, it's Dynasty Madman. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, okay, it's Dynasty Madman. You're right, on Twitter. But you put your name as Madman Dynasty on this thing, but you put the wrong letters as capital. So it, it, it says Mad Mandy Nasty. And it, I just thought that was hilarious. That was your name. I didn't... Total accident when I was trying to set my account up on... Um... Play draft, of course, it's gone. You know, I shed a tear. Um, did a little funeral service for them. Um, sad that they went away because it was a great place to play best ball for you know little money, a lot of contests, small contests, and have fun. Like I said, I loved it. I don't want to go on and on about it, but I was trying to set up my account on there and I mistyped it and it ended up going in at like similar to that. <laughs> on my new keyboard on my laptop as uh -huh. Mad Mandy Nasty. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave that because it, it does spell Madman Dynasty, but it's, you know, <laughs> off. And, and so Brad Ray's, you know, he's a big, um, I mean, Mr. Mode, he's a big play draft guy. And, you know, we, we, we talked a lot and it, the first draft we did together, he saw it and he goes, who the hell is that? Well, that's what I said to you when I first saw it. I was like, why are you calling yourself Mad Mandy, Di Mad Mandy Nasty? And you're like, well, just change the capital letters. I was like, oh shit, you're right. It says it Batman sounds like some dirty girl that's crazy playing football. Like this. <laughs> All right. Well, back to what I was saying. So what I was saying was the the team the, the team that I thought was kind of cool today was the Seattle Dragons because when you look on Twitter, they their mascot is like a dragon from Game of Thrones spitting out fire and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, there's a lot of different reasons. Yeah, no, the dragon, <laughs> that's know? awesome. It's truly, yeah. Yeah, there's a, lo there's a lot of different reasons. I will say this too, you know, um, in that Roughnecks Wildcats game, the, the Houston team, their quarterback was that PJ Walker. And uh, 
I think he led the league <laughs> today, at least in in scoring and points. Yeah, weren't he, you saying four touchdowns and like over two hundred seventy yards of pass? Yeah, yeah. So that's something. I, that's a product I can get behind when when the offense is is doing stuff like that. The cool thing too was in the very beginning of the game, they start the game off, and I think they do like a they did a running play or something like that, and then yeah. the announcer said, uh, "Oh, the coach June Jones. Now you'll see him air it out." And like they hiked the ball and the guy aired it <laughs> down the field. The guy caught it and they scored a touchdown. And it was, it was really funny the way the announcer said it, you know, and then they did it, but they're probably excited too. I bet those guys, I mean, this is new, new for everybody. It's, it's fresh. You know, they're trying to, trying to build all levels of excitement. The NFL season's over. I bet the announcers are having a pretty good time with this too. And just one thing that caught me as you're talking about this and, and it builds excitement for everyone is I read that, when Cardale Jones, you know, I already said I love that guy, and that's why I want to follow the defenders in DC. But um, and like <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Barry pointed out today, uh, somebody tweeted that um, to him, I think that it, it's the first time um, we've had a winning Washington franchise or something. Yeah, that was <laughs> in our that was one. in our DM thread in the league we're in with Matthew. They were talking about that in the DM thread, and then they tweeted it out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's true. Washington football is not the, not the greatest, but. Cardale Jones steps out there. He throws his first pass, successful pass down the field, and the crowd is chanting, MVP, MVP. Yeah. I mean, that's so cool. You know, and there's a there's a wrestler in the WWE named MVP. And uh, um, even my son, he was doing his work uh, on the couch next to me, and he heard them chanting MVP. And I was like, yeah, but it's not for the wrestler. So, um, you know, the, the other thing, cool, you didn't see it, you said. But no. Nope. But I, I will say this, looking on Twitter, it was overwhelmingly positive, I think, on Twitter. Um, a lot of people that I was reading, they seemed to like the product that was given today. But one of the things they did when you talk about the announcers is they like really communicated with people during the game. Like they were they were talking to the people on the sideline during the game and the people on the sideline were talking to the players during the game. <laughs> so even like... You know, a, a a field goal kicker misses a field goal, and then he's going off the field, and the the reporter has got a microphone right in his mouth right when he misses a field goal. You know, so I know you didn't. You, you guys do not want to know what he's doing to the pictures behind him. Um, <laughs> that uh, green screen is amazing. That green screen is amazing. But but yeah, they, that was one thing that I saw people talking about online that they they liked. At, at first, some people didn't like it, but then afterwards, everybody seemed to like it. I even saw J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt tweeted out, man, that's brutal that you miss a field goal, and then all of a sudden, they got a mic in your mouth as you're walking off the field. And uh, they were. And so there, there's a couple things. You know, the original XFL... When it folded, the NFL took over a couple of the things that they did. The biggest thing to me was that, uh, you know, the cam on a string, you know, that the NFL didn't have that camera over them on the field until after the XFL did it. And then they, you know, they folded and then the NFL did it. So there's things in the game today that I heard and I saw people online saying that they thought the kickoff the way the XFL does the kickoff is is something the NFL should adopt. Did did you see the yeah, way they did no, that? Yeah, absolutely. Some of the rules for sure. Um, and explain what the details of it are, but I absolutely do. And, and you know, and also instead of 
kicking the the boring ass extra point um, component. Yeah, uh, and there's there's so many things they could improve upon to be less archaic. The old buddies, buddy, um, old school, you know, good old boy network of doing things, doing business, um, letting. Uh, players celebrate, you know, not taunting, not being assholes about it, not hovering over a guy and like, <laughs> I just hit you, haha, but celebrating touchdowns however they want. <laughs> Actually, let them do that. No penalties, no no um, flags. Just, you know, let the team enjoy those moments because the fans enjoy those moments. And it's just, it's a shared a shared excitement. Um, but yeah, the, the things that you're talking about, any way you can inject some, uh, you know, a, a level, I keep saying excitement, but a level of fun to the NFL. It's still a business. They're still making a lot of money. It's the best football on earth, but let everybody have a little bit more fun with it and not, not distract anyone from the level of professional, uh, the level of professionalism, but you know, have, have just a more exciting game, like, you know, punting, kicking, you know, all that stuff is kind of boring. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully they have a better plan. I don't know, Mike, you tell me, what do they do for overtime? Well, the, you know, they it didn't happen. <laughs> you know, they thought in the first game it was going to go to overtime, but then it didn't happen. But, you know, so we haven't seen an overtime play out yet. But, you know, just the kickoff alone, would, which people were talking about, they have the two teams lined up like, I think it's, what is it, 10 yards apart in the middle of the field. Right. And then they kick the kickoff and everybody has to stay still until the player gets the ball. And then once the player gets the ball, then they're allowed to start moving. But part of what that is, which I never realized it, but they said in the NFL, when they do the kickoff, these guys run full speed down the field and like plow into everybody. Oh, and that's, we don't even know all the injuries that happen. Exactly. Like, they have altered the rules a little to kind of protect the head injuries that happen on the kickoffs. Um, you know, uh, some of the, the full speed hits that these guys, you know, take, I get it. I mean, football is a contact sport, but it's like you, you, you get hit hard running two guys, uh, full speed. It's like a head on car collision or something rather yeah. than, you know, getting, you know, two cars kind of side by side rubbing fenders during um, a NASCAR race. I mean, it's head on. Um, yeah, they picked what from the 25 yard line, but then the teams are at the 35 and then they're, that's on kickoffs and they're like, yeah. So they're closer together. Yeah, I actually think that's that's going to be fun, man. The extra point thing was actually kind of interesting because I heard the commissioner talking about it, and he was saying like in the NFL, the extra no point, extra points, basically. Yeah, it's well, really, yeah, but the extra point in the NFL turns out to be like ninety six percent always done. So he's like, yeah. it's it's boring. Nobody cares. It's like a given. So yeah, the way they wants to see that two point conversion, everybody. right? As long well, as your team, you know, has a shot at the game, even if they don't, if they're behind, you always want to see the two point conversion. Right. So the way they do it in this league is there is no extra point kick. It's yep. you get the ball on the two for one point. You get the ball on the five for two points or you get the ball on the, the 10, ten for three points. Um, and, that, I, and I love that. And how did it shake out today? Did you see well, how many how, what, how many teams tried it from the 10 or did most of them do the two or five? I, I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, unless I stepped out of the room or something. I didn't see anybody do the three points for uh, 10 yards for three points, but I did yeah. see a couple times they went for two and most of the time they went for one, you know, the and cool thing is if you're playing from behind and you need that on top of scoring your six point touchdown and you, you're like, you know what, let's go for, let's go for it from the 10. All this stuff just is sensible. It, yeah. It's a way to not only give your team a shot to win a game, like a legitimate chance as time is waning maybe, but to keep fans interested. How, how many times do we get down inside of two minutes? And you already know, 
by then, it's likely your team is going to lose. Like, so defeating. It's almost like the end of an NBA, NBA game where it just drags on and drags on and everybody's fouling each other. Who wants to watch that? It's too stalled. It's too, it's too interrupted. There's no continuity. It's just not fun. And so if they can keep the game moving and a team truly has a shot at it with like a, you know, as long as you get a touchdown, you get a shot at three points, do it. I mean, you know, it, any, any way you can inject fun into a league. And I'm, I'm excited for all this stuff, dude. Yeah, I think I think maybe I, I I would assume with the um with the Roughnecks and the Wildcats because it was a twenty point difference they may have went for three I don't know we had uh we had started to get ready for the show tonight before that game ended so I didn't get to see the end of that game so they may have but um you know one of the things the other thing about keeping the game moving like you said is you know each team only has two timeouts not three uh yep. there are no coaching cha- coaches challenges so yep. they can't Every challenge play is reviewed right yeah Every yeah so they can't like. challenge it um uh the halftime is only ten minutes you know and. and and even that, there's some kinks to be worked out in that. But even in the halftime, they went in the locker room with the cameraman and they were like wa- seeing what was going on and stuff. So they're trying to do some things different. But you know what we're trying to do different tonight is since we didn't have Shane, we decided to bring in D-Win and D-Win, <laughs> Daryl Winstead from uh, DFF. He uh, he watched the XFL today, so he'll want to talk about that as well, right? Yeah, he watched both games. Uh Fella goes by Hollywood yeah. uh, moniker. Uh, I don't know why. I, I expect well, we'll ask him Nashville or something. <laughs> we'll have to ask him about that. But he's all about uh, dynasty football and IDP, and he is excited, like you, Mike, like me, about the XFL. And that bastard got to watch both games today too. Just like you, I'm mad at you guys. By the way. <laughs> well, let's bring him in. <laughs> all right. Officially, yes, let's do it. Officially, all right. <laughs> You know, it's funny. All right. So, you know, in the technology that is podcasts, it's not like a radio show or anything where we call somebody and it happens right away. We're we're doing a podcast. So we said we were going to bring in our guest uh, and it, we had a couple a little bit of technical difficulties and now that we're ready to go we're about to do it and then he's like freaking out and we're laughing so um (laughs) welcome daryl thank you for coming on the show (laughs) thanks guys thanks for having me um well before we get started tell everybody who you are where they can find you what you do everything about you oh man you can follow i'm hollywood at dffdwin you can follow me everywhere. You can follow me at Dynasty Football Factory. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Reddit as uh, King Titan One. You can follow me on my IDP Nation Facebook page. Uh, I'm a little bit of everywhere. Um, <laughs> I'm on IDP Nation. I'm making the rounds on all the uh, podcasts, and uh, I'm here with you guys, and I'm loving it. So. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to have you, man. It's good to talk to you. You know, we've been on your show. Each of us has been on your show before uh, talking some IDP and other things. And um, it's it's great to have you on today. Uh, it's great to be on. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, funny. I, 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 I told Doug that one of the most fun times I ever had as a guest on a show was on that rated <laughs> IDP live with you guys. Dude, I was supposed to be there that night. <laughs> oh, my and God. Came up and I, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it was my loss. I, I knew it would be, but I'm so sad I wasn't there. There, there's been two times in the last month that I was supposed to come on with you guys and then things didn't work out. So I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> I know with you with Tennessee, so you're a big Tennessee Titans fan, right? You were devastated the, that they didn't make it oh, one game away. 
<laughs> man, I, oh, I was raising so much hell. Um, raising Kane, baby. I was. I mean, we beat the Patriots, the Empire, as everybody calls them. Then we beat uh, the number one seed, the Ravens. Um, I was so personally happy about both of those. I was with you. <laughs> so awesome that that happened. And at that point, I'm I'm completely all in. I think we've got the Chiefs, and we have them. We actually had them right where we want them, and uh, I don't know what happened. We just <laughs> we got away from our game plan, and uh, all I can say is we lost to the Super Bowl champs. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not that. that's that's how you have to think about it. They yes. they kicked ass. Daryl and I are in a, <laughs> Daryl and I are in a couple different. Um, DM threads, you know, because we're in a couple leagues together, and then also we were in a, a one with Doug Oklahoma and Doug, and and you, we were going from thread to thread, talking back and forth about Tennessee, because <laughs> uh, for me it it became a team that I wanted only because of Tannehill. I wanted him to come to the Super Bowl down here in Miami. I thought that would have been cool, but uh, we're, we were also talking UFC that night too, right? You were like a big UFC thing with oh, uh, yeah. with Conor McGregor oh, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So speaking of all that, Jeremy and I just talked about the XFL for a few minutes, but we know you watched the XFL today, right? Yes, I did. And I was presently surprised with uh, what they put out. I mean, I was a huge AAF fan, but what the XFL did was way beyond what they put together. So, yeah, I was really surprised and uh, pleased with what they put out. The product on the field was very good. Now, why do you say better than the AAF? Because you, you know you like that. Why? Why were you surprised and in a good way? I want to hear what you think. Uh, I think the AAF could have been really good. I just think the NFL kind of, uh, in my opinion, I think they let it falter. They let it drop. Because um, soon as that league folded, they started snatching up players, and yeah, that right. tells me. That tells me right there that they were watching, they were interested, they wanted to do, they wanted those guys. But the XFL is a little different, you know. That's that's not their baby. That belongs to uh, Vince McMahon and the WWE. Woohoo! And yep. uh, uh, yeah, woohoo! I'm all I'm all in it. And if you follow me, you know what Becky Lynch, she's the bomb. So, uh, I, I was going to bring that up in a little bit, but yes, I know I, I definitely follow all that with you, but go ahead keep going with XFL. But yeah. They, they put a good product out today. I mean, the first two games, uh, it was competitive. The new rule changes, all that. It made it interesting. Um, they attacked it in a way that no one else has. And with these changes, these rule changes, I think it's going to stick around a while. I mean, it gives them, it gives these guys that don't make the NFL, it gives them a good platform to uh, showcase what they can do. And I, yeah, I was because really they do have talent. Yeah, maybe they can't play on an NFL team, or maybe they just aren't um, experienced or seasoned enough to do so in many cases because there really isn't a minor league. You hope you stick on a practice squad and it works out, that team fits and something happens to get you on the field. But there's no minor league, there's nothing for for players who aren't signed to an NFL contract to really do other than try out for NFL teams. So it gives the league validity in that these players that are good in certain ways to showcase their talents and um, you know, the excitement level we wanted, we don't want football to stop. And, and Mike and I were talking about how the things earlier before you joined, how the things that the XFL are doing 
the NFL should really start taking notes. There are there are issues with the NFL, the excitement level in games, the lack of continuity. It, it's slow at times. You know, it stalls at the end of games when a team's up and they can just sit on the ball. I mean, there are things that they do in the NFL that really don't make it a fun game. And the XFL is trying to change that with some of the rules. Totally, I agree. You know, one thing I, I thought about that we – we do uh, as dynasty players and stuff like that. We we've talked about it a lot over the last year or so on our show about how, when you're getting players on your roster, you get those running backs, you get those, those third string, fourth string, because by week 12, 13, 14, you have running backs starting on your roster that you never even thought you would even have drafted. No games and, Right. So, but if, if you think about it, because I thought about that while I was watching XFL today, if you think about it, some of those guys, guys are actually practice squad running backs and stuff like that that the team brings up from the practice squad the the Monday before and then they're playing on Sunday. So those guys just because they were on the practice squad they're technically an NFL player. A lot of these guys on the XFL are players that maybe were in that group of people that when they cut down to the main roster in the offseason that didn't quite make the t- make the team and then they're on taxis or whatever. But now they're over yep. here in the XFL and they're getting a chance to play. I mean, there was guys playing today like Jarrell Presley. I remember a couple years ago I had uh, AP in every one of my leagues. So Jarrell Presley was, oh, you get him in your rookie draft because maybe he'll get a chance to play. So some of these guys that are getting a chance to play today are technically those guys that were on taxi squads that just never got that opportunity or that injury or that thing where they got a chance to move up and play. But here they get to play today. And some of them, in fact, are probably better than some of the NFL players. They just maybe haven't hit a home run to show that team. Rashad Ross, who did really well in the AAF and then scored a touchdown today from Cardale Jones. Clearly the guy can play wide receiver. Uh, You know, what's preventing him from becoming an NFL wide receiver? He looks really good and he's done it, you know, you know, in different weeks for different leagues now. And I liked him anyway uh, before the AAF and before the XFL, but he's not on an NFL team. Why? I mean, there are some shitty wide receivers in the NFL. Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> right. Well, what do you like to be called, Daryl? Do you like to be called Daryl, D-Win, or Hollywood? It doesn't matter. Whatever y'all guys are comfortable with, I'm good with. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you because, like you said, you do a lot of IDP, IDP Nation, IDP rated up. I always call him D Win, but that's just because it's easy and yeah, D Win. I just, you know, I know it's Daryl Winstead and D Win was his handle, and I just say D Win and Win. Anybody wants to, you know, be associated with the word Win. Well, it is I funny. You, you do have a lot of monikers, a lot of handles. So I do, I do. <laughs> but you know, you you are known a lot for your IDP and and your knowledge in that. What did you think about with today's two games? Did any IDP players stand out to you? Were you happy to see somebody back, or were you happy about some of the players that happened today? Uh, yeah, I was just watching basically overall. I mean, it was. Uh... I wanted to see how they used everybody, how they integrated everybody. I didn't look for specific positions or players. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the DC guys, they were really good. Um, I kind of wanted to give it a week, really, before I really got into it and see who I was after and who I was not after. But, I mean, there's some good games. I mean, we got two more games tomorrow, so we'll see. I want to give it this first week and see where everything kind of lines out and go from there. 
right, cool. Yeah, it, it, are you doing any uh, XFL fantasy or anything? I know a lot of people are jumping man, on that. I wanted to get in on oh, <laughs> I really wanted to, but man, I didn't get in any leagues right now. I was so close. Um, I just kind of wanted to just take a moment and just like, whoa back up from it but uh, yeah i really wanted to but uh i think i actually applied for a league and for whatever reason it didn't quite work out so no i know but was it altfantasysports.com where we played yes. some of the aaf yeah, that's yeah. where we played the, the aff stuff process. i tried to join one of the leagues that yeah. you're talking about, i think with yep. christopher bean yes um, and then another one and <laughs> the site normally is crappy it's it's non-functional it's weird it's archaic but like it wasn't i mean i'm saying it's archaic archaic and weird and a throwback it wasn't working at all like you couldn't even log on to it after a while and it, that's disappointing because it was free and i was fine with putting up with the you know the lack of having a good interface or anything else and it, it wouldn't even let us log in you know i i yeah. will say this we all jumped into the was it the a a f L? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we all jumped into leagues <laughs> for that. And, <laughs> and and by after week one, most of us didn't log in anymore, you know. Um, and, and I think with the XFL, hopefully, you know, they have a three-year deal, right? I believe they have a three-year deal with Fox and with ABC. And they, they also, also have guaranteed salaries. At least a percentage of the player salaries are guaranteed. So. Right. And they... <laughs> They also, step up right there. they also have deals with right. like Vegas and Caesars and DraftKings and FanDuel yeah. and all stuff. Yeah. So all package, yeah. right. So there's more of a, uh, of a, of a, a base for them that hopefully it can last. So maybe we'll all jump into some fantasy leagues going forward. Yeah, um, there's daily fantasy sports. We talked about that. You can do some DFS with this, but I, I tend to steer away from DFS um, sites and, and games. I'm not a big fan of how it's set up and uh, I could go on and on for a whole show about why I don't like it. But, yeah. Um, I, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather do more of a, a redraft league for xfl yeah on, on any site really whatever it is I, I think a lot of people were burned with the other one and maybe that's why it didn't happen and also the fact that there was really only one place that we could have done it um i know that thing with christopher bean that both of you guys said yeah i was in that group chat too where they were like who wants to do it you know and you couldn't even log into it but uh poor guy gave up he's like forget it it's not worth it <laughs> never mind <laughs> it's so funny so so daryl you said that you you like the the wwe also so were you a fan of the xfl the first time around yes i was she hate me i love it the, the name's on the back <laughs> I was all in on that. Uh, We we talked about it earlier. I remember sitting in a hotel opening weekend and you had Jim Ross and you had uh, Jerry Lawler calling football games. (laughs) And and you had WWE wrestlers in the audience. I mean, this time they really stayed away from all of that. There was barely any mention of them at all today. Yeah, I know. I was kind of surprised by that, but I think it worked to their advantage. I mean, it's... It's almost like they recognized that this was something different from wrestling, and they wanted to recognize that that it was different from wrestling. So Bingo. I mean, I was I, I was all in on it. The product on the field, uh, the announcers, the whole, really the whole nine yards. I was all in on it today. 
It's amazing that you just said that because I, I swear to you, Mike and I, when we talked about this early on in the show before bringing you on, and that's pretty much what we said. And you almost, we almost um, were mirror images of each other in uh, <laughs> the fact that it stood, it, it, it's a standalone yes. football league. It doesn't need to lean on the WWE, nothing against it. Right. But they built something that is good enough on its own that you don't need the shtick. See, and they spent right. two years doing it, and and I think I I, I don't know about you, Daryl. Uh, Jeremy and I talked about it earlier. Um, I saw an overwhelming positive response on Twitter today. It, yeah. it really seemed like everybody was happy with what they saw. Had today. a good time. Had had good things to say, positive things to say. Those who watched it were it, they were fav- largely favorable responses, funny stuff. They liked the <laughs> hits. The hits were crazy. That's the thing oh, I wanted yeah. you to say about the IDP, dude. There were some crazy defensive hits that I just saw in highlights. Like guys just getting leveled. Yeah, and the second game, I forget the name of it, but there was a goal line pass. And the dude hit him just as soon as the ball got there. And <laughs> they, they were like, you know what? That's a clean legal hit. And I was like, yes, hell yes. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I that watching and you know, they are, but like, you know, take some notes, you old bastards. That, right, that, that right. hit, that hit that you said too, that was a meme. I saw it all over the internet and people were like, that's the way to do a goal line stop. Yeah. I saw that Absolutely. one too. And, and you know, what's really cool. We all do this so much with the NFL. And when we talk about this stuff, we could pull out the names and everything right away. We all are watching the XFL today and everybody goes, well, I don't know that guy's name or I don't know this guy, but, but that was a great play, you know? So eventually we'll get to the point where we do know these guys' names. You know, w- one person that did stand out, for me, mostly because in fantasy I had him all over the place, was Coney Ely. You know, I don't know. I had him in a lot of my teams when he came out. But but he played pretty well today. You know, the, they said his name quite a few times, rushing the quarterback against L.A. I, I was happy to see him out there, you know. Yes, I mean, that's a former NFL player. He played for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, didn't work out for whatever, but I'm really glad to see him to get this opportunity because he can shine. Maybe he can latch on somewhere in the NFL. Uh, he had a big game, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he he really showed that he's the elite in this league. Shame me about the NFL, um, you know, when we talk about things that they could improve upon, and it's slow. It's, it's just slow getting them to <laughs> like, come to terms and do things that fans want to see. Um, like celebrations and just, you know, keep it professional. It's the best league in the world, but there are things that they could do better, especially like the slow periods and, and the (laughs) extra points and the, you know, or points after I love, and and I hate the overtime setup too, where a team, you know, the first possession basically, you know, as long as you secure that and get a field goal, you can win a game. That's kind of lame. And especially in a close game with two good teams or a team with, you know, teams with really good offenses that both could go tit for tat and both score. You want to see that. That's exciting. And I love Uh, uh, what the uh, XFL has done with uh, overtime. I mean, it, it's a complete departure. First of all, the NFL could learn from college football. Like some of the things that happen overtime in college football is preferred. I watch a, a lot of college football. I like it. I love it. But the new overtime consisting of five rounds, like one play drives that start at the opponent's five yard line. The team with the most points after five rounds is declared the winner. 
the defensive team it can't score. So if they com- if the defensive team commits a penalty, the offensive team is allowed to reattempt to play from the one yard line. There's no ties. The rounds continue even after that round of five. But basically, uh-huh. they're just these you know five yard line short drives to see what team can swing. And now that's kind of going to benefit teams that have, you know, maybe stronger offensive lines, maybe better running backs. We already know um, from the first two games and from what's been said about the XFL that they're not really focusing on the running game. They're focusing on the passing Uh game. Some teams don't have the tight ends or, you know, uh, the run between the tackle guys. They're thinking about throwing the ball. So I don't know how, that stuff will will mix in, but just the the fact that both teams have a shot to win the game, tit for tat, back and forth, in a in a melee at the end of a game. I mean, it's like a hockey. It's like overtime in hockey, which I love. Yes. That we just went yeah. last night, watch Ohio State beat Penn State, third overtime. There was five on five, three on three. I know that's not football. Then there was a shootout, uh-huh. but it was so damn exciting to the last second. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. And that's the kind of stuff that the NFL does not do. It's like a bunch of old guys sitting around going, well, I don't know. I, I still think we should serve, serve small glasses of scotch. Most mm. people don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny when you say a small glass of scotch, and then I watch Daryl drink that ginormous can of beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> Huge can of beer, I know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have this giant... Uh, apple whatever this wicked apple thing is but i poured in a cup first you know <laughs> you guys know i have coffee in this don't you yeah sure um you oh, know daryl you made you made a comment about you know if they get a chance in the nfl do you think the mentality of these players out there that are playing that they're trying to play well so that the nfl notices them and then they can leave already and go to the nfl uh-huh. right uh- you know, actually, I do. I mean, this is their their chance to shine. I mean, you know, you get snubbed or you're kind of cast to the side because you didn't make it or whatever. I mean, this is your chance to, on a big stage, because everybody's watching, it's new. You know, it's it, because you got WWE fans, you got football fans, Everybody is watching this, and they are looking at who's going to stand out, who's going to be that star. So, yeah, I really do. I think this is very important to every player. You know, offense, defense, this is their stepping stone. They they want to shine at the biggest level. And while it might not be the NFL, this is their, their ticket to something bigger. So, yeah, I, I, I think they really do. What if, what if it does catch on? I mean, the fact that it's so overwhelmingly positive on Twitter, what if it does catch on? What if it becomes a league? Do you think that it would be something where people will be happy to stick around? Or do you think they'll still want to go, well, fuck it. I still want to go over to the NFL and uh, be the third string guy on the team. Oh man. See, you take, you, you take me back to the AFF. And while it may not have got to the start or may not have the popularity of of the XFL, I really walked I really personally liked what they put on the field. It yeah. was a good feeder system to the NFL. But the NFL, pardon my language, they shit all over this. <laughs> they did. I mean they did. Because the and everybody's like, oh no, no, no. 
Really? <laughs> the minute the league that the AFF folded, the NFL jumped on every player that was good that they wanted. They jumped all over. And that tells me right there, they were watching, they were taking notice. They, the NFL, were curious of what was going on. And they're doing the same with the XFL. The, the yeah. difference is the XFL is owned by Vince McMahon. And he's like, you know what, NFL? Screw you. <laughs> this is this is ours. We will do this how we want to. <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, the NFL is kind of at their mercy. I mean, I like it. You know, we, we, we kind of joke and go back to the old days with the she hates me and all that. But... <laughs> you keep saying she hates me. It <laughs> was hates he hates me. me. <laughs> That's one of the players, dude. I mean, it was really on the back of his shirt. She yeah, hates me. No, no, it was he hates me. It, it wasn't was he she hates, hates me. me. Well, you know, close enough. But whatever. No, but she hate hates me. me. She hates me has a whole different <laughs> connotation with, with, a, with a football player. But, yeah, go ahead. But, I mean, it, that shows you that they are paying attention. You know, if you, even if you go back to – 82, 83, 84, they were cognizant of what the USFL was doing. So the NFL is alert of what's going on. They pay attention. And the AFF, you know, it may not be what the XFL was, but it was a good, I liked it. And the NFL clearly liked it because the minute that league folded, they jumped on every player that was halfway decent. So here's uh, a reason. Here, here's the, one of the biggest reasons I think that this is a sustainable product, not just that it's Vince McMahon who created you know, this successful entity, the WWE. It, it's huge. People love it. It's not my thing, but I get it. <laughs> Entertainment value of it, all, all that. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I did. You know, I loved Hulk Hogan and some of those guys. I love the storylines. I'd watch that, and I, would, I, would, I swear to God, even at a young age, like at 12 years old, I told my mom, I'm like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Mom, the, the the WWF, which I think it was at the time. Yes. This is more sophisticated than Days of Our Lives. The soap operas <laughs> you watch are less in. I mean, there's more intelligence going on with this stuff. Uh-huh. You know, you got, <laughs> got Rowdy Randy Piper. You got. I mean, this stuff is is way more intelligible than what you're watching daytime right. TV. Anyway. Oh the my SFL, God. <laughs> that they're paying players. I, the reason I think this is going to last is the way that they're paying players. And extra, well, it's motivation. It it's going to keep players involved. Now, of course, if they get an NFL deal, they're going to take it because the guarantee, the money in the NFL, the minimum contract, is is over five hundred thousand dollars. So you're going to sign if they want to sign you on the dotted line and bolt for the NFL. That's good though. That still keeps the XFL as a viable pathway, a viable league. It doesn't hurt them. They'll just maybe lose some of their players if they're not, you know, signed long term or however it works out. It still keeps the XFL viable, but the fact that they're pl- they're paying almost three thousand dollars a week for each player on the active roster, a thousand of that's guaranteed. And then, I just learned this today, earlier today, before the show, a hundred thousand dollars is set aside for the winning team of each game. Right. So around two thousand two hundred dollars, called a victory bonus, is paid to each player on the team that wins the game. You're getting as much practically almost as much <laughs> to win a game as you're getting, you know, anyway, definitely more than the guaranteed amount, twice as right. much as what you're guaranteed for that game. If your team wins, what the hell? Of course you're going to go out there, balls out. <laughs> it's, 
it's funny because you said that about how much you get if the team wins. And my son was sitting on the couch and he said, do each one of them get a hundred thousand or do they have to split it? And so you're saying that the team has to split that hundred thousand then. Yeah. So essentially $2,200 ish, a little, a little over that to each player of the winning team. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's <laughs> a crazy incentive. Um, unheard of really that's interesting and i think those kinds of things will will bring the best talent in america or wherever in the world to play for the xfl and what you guys were talking about before certainly doesn't hurt the xfl if they become sort of a conduit to the nfl because they're still bringing in the best players that are trying to get to the nfl and in the meantime they're playing on their teams so daryl um jeremy won't understand this comparison but do you believe that uh, the XFL could be the AEW to the NFL's WWE? You lost me. I, <laughs> I, I really do. I mean, the AF tried, but this is, from everything that I have seen and heard and watched, I mean, I think this is the best product, best secondary to the NFL that I have seen in quite some time. And uh, I think Vince McMahon, he, you know, he's really studied this. He's really watched this. Uh, while it's very similar to what the NFL does, it has its own style. It has its own brand. Um, and that's, quite a, that's kind of what AEW is to the WWE uh, you know, they, they are very similar, but they have their own mark. They have their own stamp. They have their own style. So, yeah, for me, yeah, I'm liking it. I, I really think this is sustainable. Um, we'll see where it goes from here. Cool. You mentioned Becky Lynch earlier. Would would today be better if Becky Lynch was somehow involved? <laughs> oh, Becky Lynch is the man, dude. Don't even. She's Becky Lynch man. is the man. <laughs> I don't know if you see behind me, but I have my Sasha Banks autographed Matt uh, thing behind me. Uh, I like <laughs> I, I, I like Sasha and uh, Alexa Bliss. Those two are my favorite. <laughs> Alexa Bliss is the bomb, but Sasha Banks, I'm out. Oh. Thank you, She's the man. No doubt. She's the man. I still think the best thing that I know, Jeremy, (laughs) we lost Jeremy, but I still think the best thing that, I mean, that punch to the face by Naya and that bloody face, I think that's what made her be the man. And I still think in all the years I've been, I'm 52. I've been watching it since I was a little kid, (laughs) but I think that image of her standing there with that bloody face is one of the best images ever in, in wrestling. Yes. I mean, I, I watched it last week. I agree with you, but you know, she's got that, uh, she's got that cockiness. She's got that calmness and she come out with those glasses last week and she's like straight up, you know what? I am the dog and I'm with her. Thank you. Lynch is the bomb. You know, Forget all these other guys. Forget all these other girls. Make Lynch. I'm on it. <laughs> um, uh, male wise, though, uh, Daryl, who do you who do you like over there? Male wise. I know this isn't football related, but I I'm interested now. The way you say that about Becky, who do you like? Guy wise. What are we even doing? I know, right but now? but listen, <laughs> he's our guest, and it's some it's something he likes. I wanted to hear what he likes about guys. Oh man. Well, we know what he likes about guys. He's always looking at me weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look at him, he's about to fall out of his chair. 
<laughs> He's giving you the Stone Cold Steve Austin salute. But uh, for male talent on the WWE, what do you like? <laughs> you know, all time, it is definitely Stone Cold because I relate with him. But I'm going to go off script, and most people will not agree with me, but I am such a huge Fiend fan right now. I oh. Mean, oh, yeah. I mean, what he's doing, he is – that's a game changer. I mean, I people know. draw to that. I mean, they're like, what is he going to do next? Where is he coming from? What? I mean, I'm huge on that's the Fiend. That's what say about you, but what name did you just drop? He <laughs> said the Fiend. There's a there's a, there's a wrestler. His name is Bray Wyatt, and he, yes. he did a thing for a long time, and then he went away for a little bit, and then when he came back, he came back with a whole new character. You know and, what I think? Yeah. I think Demon is the fiend. He, you know, he could be. And you know what? I agree with you in the sense that he is a character that is a different type of character than what people do. And Bray yeah. has always been really good enough to sell whatever kind of character he's playing. Um, right. So I agree with you. I think that he's pretty good. Stone Cold is a good one to uh, for for <laughs> past. And Jeremy's fallen asleep. You know, uh, uh, Daryl, <laughs> the same thing happened with me and Russ in Canton. We, we talked about comedy books and then uh jeremy fell asleep in that conversation like, so listen hey i haven't said a single word it's time to change the clearly one of us is not interested in this bullshit no but hey, listen books with the bomb diggity don't even <laughs> and listen daryl daryl you need to take that Ohio state visor you got on your head <laughs> I'm gonna beat thing. your ass with it next time. Hey, you need you. to take that thing and reach behind you and wrap it, baby. Wrap it. Oh my I'm god. I'm gonna whip your ass with this visor next time I see you, bro. Come oh my on, God, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> no, but listen, Daryl has his hands in a lot of different things that he yeah, likes, this you know? It's interesting, man. I mean, for me, um, I'm like, Henry Henry David Thoreau, um, you know, no D Win. I mean, that's my guy, man. Uh, he he he's into IDP and he's good at it. We brought him into Seek and Destroy. He was my first choice, just like for tonight. <laughs> in the first vacancy in Seek and Destroy, I'm like D Win. So he came in, uh, and a couple other guys we know too. Um, you know, we brought them in, but he was the first guy because he's so fun. And he knows his shit. Dynasty football, uh, redraft, IDP. Uh, he's a, you know, uh, he wears a lot of hats. Um, he's a jack of all trades. I, I did not say jackass, did I? No, he's, you didn't. <laughs> but you did just say it. You know, you, you know what else is funny, uh, Daryl? I I am getting a, a text right now from my father, who's asking me if I'm coming over for the UFC fight right now. <laughs> and I just texted him. I'm in the middle of doing a show right now, so I can't come. But uh, uh, you know that dude who said uh, my balls are hot. That guy just won in a decision in the UFC fight. <laughs> Dude, My balls are all tight. What the hell is he banging? Dude, oh, do you you know that right, Daryl? <laughs> Jeremy, he, he the the guy no the guy fought. We talking WWE. No, 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 no. This is UFC. The guy fought in a UFC match. He won, and then when Joe Rogan comes out to interview him, he takes his pants off in the middle of the in the middle of the the ring, and he goes, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "My balls are hot." <laughs> And it was just like <laughs> hilarious. Dude, I, first of all, I don't watch the UFC. I oh have watched and I thought maybe it was something I could partake of. But <laughs> my problem with fighting is, um, listen, if somebody needs their ass beat, I'll do it. If you're picking my family, my friends, if you need your ass beat, I'm going to kick your ass. I, I'm, I'm serious. 
Um, I'm not probably going to defend myself. I'll run away first. Oh, my God. But for other people, I'll defend them. But when you're 30 years old and you're in a ring trying to prove that you're the tougher guy, what the f*** is wrong with you? First of all, look at my face. Uh, that's that's my pride and joy. I'm, I don't want – somebody's eventually going to f*** my face up. Oh, I my do. God. <laughs> you know, people don't get to see your face. I can't anymore. I mean, I'm going to kick – and stomp, and I'm going to oh. punch with my long arms. I'm going to keep my face away, though, because I don't want you messing with my face. Oh, my God. You know, I, I wish people could see the, the visual because Daryl and I are cracking up. And, and and if you could see Jeremy's face, I don't think we... You see my face? I've been in a lot of fights. Never, never mind. I, I can't say enough. what I was going to say. Oh, but man. but my dad my dad knows how to get me to come because because that was one of the funniest that was one of the funniest things I ever saw in a fight when the guy just he just says oh well my balls was hot <laughs> that's why he took his pants off. But I did watch I did watch the last Conor McGregor thing because someone sent us a link and it was late at night and everybody was asleep and I think we recorded the podcast or something I went and um, I didn't want to snore and wake my wife up so I just uh, for a while I laid on the couch and I was gonna watch TV and I end up falling asleep but before I fell asleep I had the phone on and I was streaming it and I watched that fight and I was like are you kidding me people spent all that money to watch this guy come in and with a knee knock the guy like oh. kind of loopy and then the shoulder the shoulder I'm like oh my god I could do this <laughs> like this guy comes in with a cowboy hat calling himself cowboy I was like wait a second are we talking about the cowboy that's like I've been riding on Oh my there. god, Daryl. I thought he, I thought he was gonna complain. I'm like, this is not a cowboy that's like out rustling cattle. This oh is not god. a badass guy. I get it. This is a guy that sang the song with my Cyrus at dad. Oh my god. Daryl, I thought he was gonna say that people could complain about paying for a fight that lasted thirty seconds, but he he went with that he could do the fight. Ain't nobody yes, gonna. Yes. Oh shit! I just got my ass kicked. Oh my god! And that song, if you have, if you've heard it, there is a guy named Mercules. Uh huh. <laughs> M e r q e l e s. Look it Instead up. Instead of Hercules, Mercules. Mercules. I'm telling you, look it up. <laughs> it's 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 almost like a parody, uh -huh. but it is. It's the freaking bomb diggity. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> You need to you need to watch that shit, <laughs> dude. Dude, that fight that fight was really I, I I was very entertained. I know there was a lot of people that were upset that that fight lasted like thirty seconds. Uh oh, uh oh, people, wait. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> the, the, the hecklers in the crowd. Yeah, did you hear that? Hey, shut they up. they said, "Hey, shut up." Hey, shut up. Oh shit. <laughs> Great, dude. I, you even have your screen blurred, and I still saw him come in and go, "Hey, showed up." That's that's class. We're, we're, I uh, oftentimes sit here and I'm like, "Hey, much." We're gonna be we're, we're gonna be moving the podcast stuff downstairs <laughs> next week, hopefully. Thank God. So, <laughs> she just said, "Thank God." They're taking my sweaty balls. They're still behind the door right there. When I just said we're gonna move it downstairs, they just opened the door and said, "Thank God." <laughs> it's Michael Sipes for NPR Radio. I just had a full plate of sweaty balls. <laughs> oh my God! Hey, shut up. <laughs> 
now now I'm gonna whisper the rest of the show. Uh, <laughs> so we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Believe it or not. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> whisper the rest of the show so that we don't bother anybody. We'll we'll do an ASMR show for the rest of the way. Um, <laughs> I think I just lost Daryl. He's cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, turn your audio back on. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god. It's on. It's on. Oh my god. Now my I'm stomach dying. hurts too. <laughs> Daryl just said he's dying. I think we found a full time replacement for Shane. We can just fire him on Monday. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my like, god. You know, maybe 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 we have come to the point where this could be the end of the show. <laughs> Yes, we do have a Patreon show. Uh, Daryl, would you like to hang around and do our Patreon show with us? (laughs) Sure, why not? All right, well, before we wrap all this up then, (laughs) Jeremy, do you want to tell everybody... Oh, oh my well, God! Let me tell you something. You want me to tell them about the store? Yes, please. Store. And, uh, I don't know who facilitates that <laughs> store, but like we got a store. Like after you're done drinking a bunch of wild turkey, what you do is you go out to. Uh, hold on, we gotta look up the link. No, the, go, why did you go out the, there? What, what, listen <laughs> seriously, we got a store. It's dt dthq dot dot com. That's dthq.storeenvy.com. What you do is you go out there, you get yourself a t-shirt, a hat, I don't know, maybe a mug or some stickers, oh some shit God. like that, drink some wild turkey, your laptop, put your hat on, shirt on, dance naked. We don't have any underwear, so you just dance around in your room and get crazy done. Oh, my God. Uh, Daryl actually just got up from his chair and walked away. He's laughing so hard. He's not, he's not at the table anymore. Um, all right. Also, go go check out our, our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Um, yes, goddamn right. It's good. But take, we, might, we might send you one of them stickers. Wait, bef- before we leave, Daryl, if you could catch your breath, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you. <laughs> his hands are over his face right now. <laughs> You can catch. <laughs> you can catch me at Dynasty Football Factory at DFFDWIN. You can catch me on Twitter at Hollywood DFFDWIN. On Reddit at King Titan One. On the IDP sub subreddit, uh, I have an IDP Nation Facebook page. Uh, I think that's it for me. You can you can scratch my balls at dff underscore balls. <laughs> oh my god! And and then you can find us at all of our stuff we said. Uh, plus Jeremy and I we have XFL handles, right? Jeremy, what's your XFL handle? At Madman XFL, because I'm excited as hell for the XFL. <laughs> and my, and mine's XFL Blitz, uh, just like FF Blitz, and. Uh, <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna turn off the cameras right now and then and then, and then do our our patreon so thanks for listening we'll talk to you next week and say goodbye everybody goodbye everybody <laughs>